That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity, please. Hello and welcome to another free episode Mm. of That's a Shame. What some are calling, before a huge change, before a great leap forward. Is that what they're... That's what, the, Is that what that's, we're calling it internally? That's, yeah. what it, that's, what wow. it's, that's what they're I've buzzing around on the notes. airwaves. Um, a, a sort of penultimate yep. show before a, a huge, huge set of announcements. Yeah. 200's going to be popping off. It's going to be burr, burr, and burr, it's great. big. We've got it perfectly planned out to the second. Yep. Almost, <laughs> Scripted. Yep. It's basically already recorded, yeah. but for the speaking of the words. Yeah. Other than that, it's in the can. Yeah. Who are you, by the way? Me. I'm Declan. I'm Isaac. Unless you didn't know. <laughs> or in case you didn't know, it's one yes, true. Um, I was thinking, it's been, it's been a long time, hasn't it? 199 episodes. And a half. There's a, yeah, and there's a couple of extras in there as well. Yeah, strictly speaking, we're probably on episode about 400, if we include yeah. all of the bonuses. That it's actually done. not special at all. That's what I've been thinking. And all of the giving that we've done as well. <sighs> think of it. Just take a moment to think of it. I'm sure you at home are thinking of it as well. Yeah. Probably don't know where to start. Probably not. Um, <clears throat> but I was I was sort of looking back over our long and storied history. Uh-huh. And whilst we are, you know, a show that uh, I'm sure you'll agree um, is, is grounded in the history. It's Absolutely. grounded well, in we, culture. There's a reverence to the show that I think... Yeah. I think is lacking, dare I say, from this generation, this modern Yeah, they don't. No. They don't have respect the, for the The here today, gone tomorrow kind of generation. Yeah. The, the TikTok generation. Generation me, I've had that Oh, course. yeah. And no, they, that, that got true. us big time. Yeah. That's um, us. And, and so in spite of us kind of being, you know, the last bastion yeah. against that, that kind of super woke... Um, uh-huh. and, and fleeting generation. We, we're a show with surprisingly few real traditions. That is true. Yeah. Um, but we've had one that's kind of been was running for a, a few years, but it, it unfortunately got stolen from us by by COVID nineteen. Oh right. And uh, and I don't know about you, but I was I was pretty torn up about it. Um, and if for no other reason than it was a, a good place to go for content that we uh-huh. no longer had. Um, and whilst we can't quite return to it in the, the great kind of striking form that we might normally, I thought that actually maybe this is another area where you and I uh-huh. have been guilty of ignoring the history, of not doing the research. I don't like the sound of Not that. doing the reading. And so what I've done to kind of make up a kind of last gasp attempt for yeah. us to do so is I've gone back and done something of a, a historical cross-section. A deep dive. Of our... And the show's favourite, the Bad Sex in Fiction Awards throughout history. Wow. The award has been running f- since about 1993. Okay. Which is Almost a lot longer long than I had thought. Life. Nearly, and indeed longer than mine. Yeah, I'd like crazy. to just point that out. I don't remember the, what, the, the first one, I have to say. I, that the, passed me by. That's okay. That's that's not your, your fault. Um, you were probably busy being with like 
object permanence and stuff yeah. like that, which, which that takes me a couple time. of weeks. Um, but the first one was actually Melvin Brack. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, Off but, of the, that Our Time show. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it's kind of, it's, as, as you go further back, it's harder to find all of the extracts yeah. and, and articles that were written about it. Um, Probably so, many of them are now considered illegal. I've <laughs> been quite rightly yeah. struck from the internet. On the literary avoid. record. Yeah. The um, British Museum just burns those shelves once every decade. But thankfully, they have still managed to leave up, possibly by oversight, if nothing else, uh-huh. um, a real smorgasbord of truly despicable content. Hot, though? Oh, hot beyond right, right. belief. I just, I just wanted to check the temperature on and that. And is that a weather joke? Because it's... It's been really hot. No, is that but not? if it works for oh, you on that level, then yeah, no, it to does it, because I'm sweating like yeah. a, oh goodness. Enjoy. Well, I won't say because it probably just as bad as some of the stuff I'm about to read. And so, what's the format here? Well, I, I I've got have you most got years. I've got favourites. Yep. I thought I'd just kind of take have you, you got through. Categories? I've not got categories. I've got a long list um, of of extracts. One from from sort of most years uh-huh. that it's been going. Not always the winner. Sometimes I think that they, you know, it's not on me to to criticise the literary review, but I think sometimes they've gone for the cliched choice right. rather than the standout winner. So maybe what we're doing, if I could just try and elevate our, our content here. Go on. We are documenting the cultural landscape uh, chronologically from the, each of those years that we look at and seeing how... The literary world has reflected, maybe even, maybe even led the charge on the kind of sexual fervor that befalls the Anglosphere. Yes, I didn't. I, I didn't really listen. This to is that. an important act. That is of true. One hundred percent. That bit is definitely true. Yeah. Um, so, do you want me to go chronologically then? I think Would that so. make I the think most so. sense for that? Cool. Because then, then, like the first ones in the nineties, it'll probably be like I, I did coke on an Oasis album. Hotly, and then by twenty twenty, it would be like there'll be spaceships and shit. It'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you I couldn't fucked r- some Bitcoin. You you couldn't write about spaceships in the nineties because well, they no didn't know about them. Yeah. They did not know. Cool. We're gonna go back to nineteen ninety seven. Whoa. Um, and this is from a, a novel called Of Blessed Memory by Erica Jong or Yong. Okay. Um, now, like obviously, I've got a lot of the reading to do here today. Yeah. Um, so what I do is it, just stop me if you yeah if I you always, have some thoughts always start for you to do yeah so. just make sure that you do and and sometimes if I think that you should have had a thought but you haven't interrupted you just I'll stop. just stop and, and I'll, I'll have to improvise a you thought. will I'll, I'll be like I'll just uh, throw, like throwing over to Isaac yeah. yeah he looks long and lovingly at my wet vagina saying a flower a jungle flower as he caresses one lip and then the other tweaks my clitoris with his tongue and lifts his head to declaim rapturously someday i will paint this jungle flower this venus man trap but first this man traps bad i will subdue it oh no and he plunges into me with his iron stalk touching my womb again uh. and again until i weep tears of joy i thought it was going to rhyme with again and, and correctly <laughs> he cannot stop until he has made me come three times. Is that the rules? That's it. That's Is that a contractual obligation? <laughs> She's made him sign up right. first. And I'm quivering from my thighs to my toes, and I plead that's for a, very a rest. Specific area. Yeah, and it's not as much as I might have thought. <laughs> that's and I, just that's the knee, the knee gap. 
And I plead for a rest, a breather, saying, come, come, my love. Maybe he took that as an instruction. Oh, right. That was, that was where there was some it's confusion. It's a communication issue. Yeah. You've got at, to work these things out in advance. At last, he ejaculates, shuddering and growling, making the noises <sighs> of a seal, baying, <laughs> baying at the Arctic <laughs> moon. My slipper. <laughs> My, my slippery seal, I say. My salty sweetheart. My kingdom of the three slipperies. Kingdom of the three? Oh, each one of each orgasm is now a slippery in this. Maybe, unless she's talking about like the tr- the Holy Trinity, in which case <laughs> the, the triumvirate of some real issues. That's really awfully foul. I mean, it started in a really cliche way, but then it became very off piste. Yeah, very really. What? I just, I do wonder when kind of people, especially are writing about, well, this was probably sort of celebratory after the election of Tony Blair. Right. Yeah. Is oh, that Diana? I think Diana died in 97. Oh. That's what it's about. <laughs> no. That's what she probably What happened meant. on my birthday in 97? A Delta II rocket carrying a military GPS payload explodes. God, yeah, no. In fact, we had to cancel my party. Yeah, because yeah. of the Cape Canaverals. Um, when people are writing about sex and, and they decide incorrectly uh-huh. that it's it's appropriate to do a simile because uh-huh. there there is there are none there are no similes it that should like, be used for it was sex like fucking a robot um <laughs> but one made of flesh a flesh bud um but why why tr- choose at last he ejaculates shuddering and growling making the noises of a seal baying well, at the arctic let me stop you right now it's super hot Oh, they're one of the horniest animals out there. The seal. Considering that they are, you know, li- quite literally without horns. Yeah, they are sons as compared to their brother walrus. The walrus or the narwhal. Uh, but no, the seal is a kind of blubbery, quivering mass of... Well, it's a hot mess. It's a hot, <laughs> it's a hot mass. Aquatic mass. <laughs> um, and that's how we all... That's, that's, I'm surprised you didn't know that. I thought it was going in a different direction because at the start, it well, at the very start, like act one was just like cliche kind of... Gross. A flower, a jungle um, flower. But no, the, well, the, as soon as the, it got to jungle flower and then subduing, like that was an image of basically the gold of Cortez. Yeah. Of yeah absolutely like rackling his way down, through. Yeah. <laughs> in, in some kind of like terrible, terrible What's that, um, Joseph Conrad thing. Yeah, or that, that John Dunn poem where he's like, my lover is oh, America yeah. and I will conquer her sort of thing. Yes. Um, that was like sort of horny colonialism. But then that sort of fell off to be replaced by, well, the fuck seals. And that, yeah. that's where it kind of well, the, got the, away from the me. The Venus man trap. Yeah, let's not bother with that. That was, a, that was, I think they call that, it's like a play on words. No, like that, which bad. Is, is quite good. It's really bad. Um, the next is actually from, from a whole seven years later. 2004. It is. And it's from Gregory David Roberts, who wrote uh, a novel called Shantaram. Oh, okay. Shantaram. I know that name. I don't. Oh. Um, and I don't wish to, to be honest. I don't think I read the book. Having read this particular okay. extract. Talk me through it. <clears throat> now, let me just contextualise it. This is the year that Facebook was founded. Wow. So, so and, that's probably what That's going to come through yeah, yeah. here. Um, well, it's because we, it was in the zeitgeist. Like, we were all thinking... The sort of language that concludes this piece is, is quite Facebook-esque, if yeah. I may. So well, he's gonna, maybe there's going to be poking of some kind. You feel that? She mumbled. Her teeth clenched and exposed in a grim smile. That's muscle power, boy. That's what that is. That's training and practice. Hours of it. Months of it. 
Madame Zhu makes a squat and squeeze down hard on a pencil to build up a grip like a fist. I got so fucking good at it, I could write a letter with the goddamn thing. What's the matter with you? Don't you want to fuck me? What are you? Some kind of f- Wow. Is that it? That's, that's the end of the extract. So thankfully. that's Game Awards. That's Game Awards, that's, yeah. That's showing like the advent of when it started to be called to post Game Awards online. And that's still going on today. Yeah, no, uh, people are people are still saying the F slur online. Yeah, and, and that I suppose is a testament to Gregory David Roberts' I think cultural he, that impact. That might be the first recorded use of it in fuck fiction, as far as I know. As, I mean, yeah, well, I, I can't, I can't personally think of. I, I don't know enough to dispute that. No, um, sounds like something that could be true. What did you think? May I just sort of like ask about the the pencil imagery, the the writing of a letter? I, I just because. To make it clear to you and, and any other listeners, I th- I'm pretty sure, having read between the lines, uh-huh. that she's holding the pe- the pencil in the in her. Yeah, vagina, I don't know not, if that I don't know if that's literally true. Not I think in the she fist. might be fronting. I don't know if that's literal or metaphorical. But to me, that neither of those paths really matter because they both converge on its ship. <laughs> it's bad. Oh no, maybe that's that's why he chose it. Perhaps. Yeah. 2005's entry is actually from Marlon Brando. Co-written with someone Sorry. called Donald Camel. Don- Marlon Marlon Brando. I thought he was already dead. Yeah, two thousand and five. Okay, me too. The one thing that you need to know when we read this passage is that there's a character called Annie, uh-huh. um, but Annie is a man. Okay, it's actually it's that's that's his nickname. Short for Anakin. Anatoly. Okay, well my one works too. In a moment, Annie was on his side. Madame Lai was like a plant growing over him, and her little fist brackets holding the biggest black pearl was up his asshole planting the pearl in the most appreciated place oh lord he cried out i'm a coming what she could not answer it is the one drawback of fellatio as conscientious as hers that it eliminates the chance for small talk and poetry alike but nothing is exactly perfect in this life and for Annie Daltrey, the delicate but firm pressure on his rear parts was in perfect harmony with the eruption of his cock. He came, and he came. We are dealing with a hero here. At one point, his lover backed away to inspect the unaltered gush of it, like a plumber saying to a customer, Don't blame me, this water supply will stop when the dam's empty. There's a lot going on there, <laughs> Quite frankly, don't can't be bothered to get into it. It's just it was just all around now. I can I can no I can go through it bit I'm sure by you bit. Could, but I think let's let's, let's skim start on. with it's biggest, a whistle stop talk <laughs> with with biggest black pearl no. that was being placed. I pictured the boat from Pirates of the Caribbean immediately. <laughs> wow. What about the phrase "Oh Lord"? He cried out. Oh Lord, I'm a coming. Yeah. And and just to confirm just like that, that is indeed yeah. how it's written. Yeah, very cool. Well, that adds flavour, right? That adds a kind of dialect. You that, really get the sense character. of the character. Yeah, exactly. Horrible. Um, oh, Next. Well, you don't. You have to judge. Next. You have to judge it quite so harshly like that. I'm ready for um, the next one. We're, we're skipping ahead to 2010. Nice. For this. Now, things were really kicking off here. What was going on then? You, you can probably remember this sort of 2010, stuff 2010, yeah. I think what I was, was I starting my GCSEs. Crazy. I'd finished mine. It was the It was the summer of excess. <laughs> Too much. the roaring tens that's what we called it we saw it as the dawning of a new decade and indeed it was mm-hmm. um, kind of irrespective of how we saw it that just was a, a mathematical numerical fact yeah. but I remember well that the tenor of literature in that year was surprisingly 
abstinence based mm. and so this piece i think came as quite a shock to the system well and you know indeed it it, it will and um, this is from a, a novel called mr peanut okay by adam ross yes of course <clears throat> he buried his face into hannah's cunt like a wanderer who'd found water in the desert she tasted like a hot biscuit flavored with pea uh, wait a second a hot biscuit is, <laughs> is not a taste. Do they mean in the, in the American sense of biscuit? What do you mean? Well, like the biscuit as in like what Americans call a biscuit, mm. presumably, rather than a British one. Than a British biscuit. Either way, I just don't feel like they're specific enough. You're being quite judgmental. I feel like no, you're, no, not, carry you're on. not like... Carry on. I just want you to keep round. your mind open to this. It's I know not... What, no, well, I, that's, I know. That's, oh, okay. why I'm, that's why I'm intervening. Oh, right. It to won't... say for the sake of, 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 of the pod, of... of Tradition. It's like good cop, bad cop. And I think this is bad. Right, but I cannot pretend that this is all good. (laughs) I cannot do that. She grabbed his scruff and pulled his face to hers. They kissed and she took his cock. It felt as thick as a Louisville slugger. That's a type of baseball bat. Okay. And guided him in. When he exploded, and he exploded quickly... He felt as if his heart had liquefied uh, and then been shot out of him uh, up through her vagina and uterus and her ovaries you can't feel and up that over part. her diaphragm you can't have and that somehow feeling. down the vena cavity you can't to feel her heart, something that is in his own body. now coating hers. That's a mad bit of nonsense. <laughs> you can't, the first part, you could reasonably have the sensation of, but you can't have the sensation of someone else's embodied experience. <laughs> you mean That's you don't... Ontologically. Are you saying that you can't drivel. feel my diaphragm? Really is that stupid, what you're saying? Really nonsensical. Why? Wh- like, if I felt again, like my heart had liquefied, I'd I'd be so upset. <laughs> I'd not be writing that. Too, sure. You wouldn't be worried about where it had gone. Well, for sure. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, it would be the least of my concerns. Oh, that's a horrible. Horrible what you, image. What do you think motivates a mind like Adam Ross's to? To decide, like, fine, he wants to talk about piss on a biscuit, like, yeah. whatever. Like, again, you don't do a simile um, about sex. It's not going to work. No one, every, I, as we've kind of said before, like, everyone knows the sounds and the environment of sex. You don't need to try to inaccurately convey it with a sort of cookie meets piss yeah, image. It wasn't really called for. Um but what interests me more is to go from that to, like, not even a, oh, you know, he felt as though his heart had melted, but a three-line, um, really quite, in a literal sense, visceral um, description of, of the melted heart being come into someone. Yeah. And and indeed coating It's just the desire to have a new heart. way of saying it. I think this is the same thing that we land on every time we do this. It's just everyone is desperate to find a new... A new thing that people be like, wow, that's so cool. I never thought of it like that. But the reason no one's ever thought of it like that is because it's super, isn't like. <laughs> and, and in fact, nothing is like no, that. No, no. Because very... that is an impossible experience <laughs> written about by a man who has not even reread his own words with the single shred of thought it would take to analyse the meaninglessness of well, what he's written. Well, and what, like, what was the editing process for Mr. Peanut? <laughs> like, who... <laughs> Who it was could sent to have someone who this? doesn't have a body? It was sent to cloud <laughs> consciousness to edit. It was like that's probably it, how humans are. It literally just got spell checked. That it was doesn't it. have any artistic merit outside of like obviously you know there are occasions where 
the the power of magical writing is such that you can call upon experiences that aren't actually possible to have to create some kind of effect like mm. oh what would be like to fly wow amazing but I, as may i say was done very well by mr ernest klein in, in ready player two yeah he really got into that but in this case like the metaphorical or the figurative nature of your heart turning into a kind of red jelly and and going on the kind of tube network of your <laughs> connected bodies just what on the face of it like even if you accept the ridiculousness of that metaphor what's it trying to convey nothing it's nothing what well, well i think to to, to quote yourself it, it's very hot well i no. <laughs> sorry if what i said sounded like i I'd, I'd forgotten the essential horniness of right thing. okay good good because that is that goes without it's, no, it's Without just sometimes, you know, with your tone, with yeah, your voice, no, like it does come across. I know this. That you, I'm working on it. It, it. You're making it sound like you weren't totally aroused I the think, whole time. Look, I was reading. Everyone who heard it probably definitely was. And what, all I'm saying to Adam Ross is like, maybe you've got a gift there. Like we know that, but maybe <laughs> use it a bit better. <laughs> Um, Jonathan Franzen is another entry from the same year, 2010. Oh, okay. A, um, a sort of contest, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you think they were rivals? They're like sexting back and forth what their latest sort of concepts it, were? It truly would not surprise me if they were, yeah. um, because it, it does feel as though he's tried, really tried his best to outdo the grossness of, of Adam Ross's I'm sorry Mr. To hear Peanut. That. Maybe we skipped this one. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No. Because the thing about Franzen is, like, he, even though he's an incredibly boring man and writer, like, he is kind of noted in the way that people are as being a... Super hot. Well, yeah, like, horny as hell. And One of the great, the poets of porn. <laughs> is that... That's how, that's his Twitter bio. A pop, is that what they, they, what they call, call him? him? Yeah. But he is noted as a kind of bastion of, of 21st century American and fiction. And here's why. And here's why. One afternoon, as Connie described it, her... Oh, this is really quite difficult to read. <laughs> it's difficult to listen to, mate. I wouldn't worry about it. It's really, Sometimes really... on the podcast, I have to wonder, who's this for? <laughs> I... No, Just no, trust that is... someone out there is <laughs> so, jacking it silly. Absolutely. Having Venus the time Manchester. of their lives. But, They're and, Vietnam slugger. And, you know, we, we've always liked to, to think, whether explicitly or implicitly, that our work exists to, to challenge yeah. the listener. And this, this, this is a challenge. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I, I don't find many of these difficult to read. <laughs> I'm so worried because I know I that that's the case. I really don't. I wouldn't have but... read any of these. <laughs> so but... I'm just concerned about the level <laughs> In a way, it's because, and you'll see why when I eventually am able to kind of like breathe and, and get through it. But you've got to give it the reverence. It's kind of, it's sort of the, in the same way as the previous one, like, just a largely, in some ways, impossible experience. Uh -huh. um, but also this this blending of something that is, it feels like it's trying to be magical realism, but is actually just the most flatly crude nonsense mm. that you've ever read. Very cool. <clears throat> One afternoon, as Connie described it, her excited clitoris grew to be eight inches long a protruding pencil of tenderness with which she gently parted the lips of his penis 
and drove herself down to the base of its shaft. Another day, at her urging, Joey described to her the sleek, warm neatness of her turds as they slid from her anus and fell into his open mouth, where, since they were only words, they tasted like excellent dark chocolate. But hang on, they changed from what they were. Yeah. In a way that... Hang on a minute. They do rhyme. They did rhyme, yeah. Yeah, maybe that that's... Well. Uh... And T is very close to what in the <laughs> On the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, that could have been a typo. Um, uh, that's foul, yeah. Really bad. Um, both images managed to be sort of specking down different talent trees of foul. Yeah. Um, it, it, a broad variety of foul, you yeah, could say, yeah. It, it travels quite far within not too many words, which I suppose is something like a skill. Uh what on earth does he mean about shitting words into someone's mouth? And them tasting like dark chocolate. Yeah. Confusing. I, I just don't know. I, like, I don't I can't... accept that any context would would satisfactorily explain what he thinks that meant. No. Um, and not in a cool way, like how David Lynch doesn't know what some bits mean. He just sort of is going for the vibe. In a terrible way. The opposite of that. Well, they, it, it, you can't deny that he's created a vibe. I didn't feel a vibe other than, well, tell me, this is being sick a vibe. <laughs> is it vibey to vomit? To just sort of be sick up into the mouth. Yeah, and, and then, then down it. into someone else's diaphragm. Yeah, and then out Feeling through. every second and, and centimetre <laughs> of Felt my transit. pancreas disintegrate into mm, dust. Into bile only. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that has a real feel to me, like, very particularly. And I think it's just because, like, I've watched him be interviewed and, and read stuff like... He's always going on about this. Well, yeah. Well, first not. of all, first of all, he's, he's like, always. Guys, he goes on Charlie Rose. <laughs> we want to talk about your new book, and he's like, "I'm going to stop you there, Charlie." I've got something. Something. <laughs> Imagine <involved>. if you will. <laughs> um, no, but like, this is definitely someone who has decided, like, to um, kind of s- intentionally sully their own reputation yeah. in that way of like, "Oh, you thought I was it's this like, guy? I'm, I'm actually." That is exactly yeah. the he's, vibe. He's something of a an edge lord. An edge lord, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe we could get him to write about edging, and then he that'd be like two worlds yeah, colliding. That would be beautiful. I yeah, I didn't like that one bit. Um, well, everyone's see, got very weird names in these extracts as well. It's making me sort of reflect on how shit most characters' names are. They're all names, right? But they just all sound so fake because they're like attached to characters saying the most preposterous or narrating or having narrated of them the most preposterous, unhuman, inhumane, often <laughs> just obscenities of experience that truly no one has had. Um, I think it just makes everything sound so fake. Mm. Cool if that's what they're going for, but probably it's not because it seems like it would really undermine the rest of a book. I, it's quite possibly also that if you're going to write something that despicable, that you just need to make sure that you don't write it of or about anyone with a name who could possibly share a name with someone yeah, you know. That would be a shame. Because if you wrote that and then realised that like, oh, your, your second niece is like called you Connie, see them at a reunion. then that's it. Like, you, you're going to, to Nantes prison. Where, yeah. where, you know, you rightly should be. Regardless of Connie's age. Yeah. <laughs> she could be 75. Yeah, you are going to jail. Yeah. Maybe you'll be... Um, more taken by the next year's offering. Yeah, I do hope from, so, because it's been really bad so Which far. is from a book called Ed King okay. uh, by David Gutterson, um, which is a kind of uh, Oedipus 
um, wow. take. Um, and therefore, it is important to note that the two people in this are mother and son. Ed King is a really, let me just say, it's really an amusing way of Go on. of going of turning Oedipus Rex into a kind of modern context. What do you mean? I well, don't understand. It's what's not gone something on. I'm willing to explain to you because I. I don't know if you're ready, but no, coming you to the understanding of yourself will be hanging like this because it's just that there's a character to say, called Ed King. It's very good and fun that that's how that works, and it has big uh, vibes of when they updated the Bible to be called like the Word on the Street, and it's like listen to this, yeah. Day one, nothing. Day two, God turns on the fucking light bulbs. <laughs> now who's talking? That's like probably less cringe than it actually is. Yeah, but yeah, this sounds. This already sounds like a really. Uh, bad uh, project. Well, you know. But no, no, no. You've I, got an open mind. I have an open mind. Now. Good. Yeah. Just keep telling yourself that. So she took him by the wrist and moved the base of his hand into her pubic hair until his middle fingertip settled on the no man's land between her, quote, front parlour and, quote, back door. Brackets, those were the quaint, prudish terms of her girlhood. She got him on the node between neighbouring needs. Brackets, both I fucking of, hate alliteration so much. Both of which... It's had, always so shit, man. <laughs> I'm always, I feel like I should stop teaching it. I might yeah. just like try and we'll do start my a movement to be like, you know erase what, it, it fucking sucks. It's actually so bad every it's single time. It's for superhero time. names only, is my rule. It's only disgusting and bad. It's, it's, it just doesn't do anything. Uh, well, okay... I, I would adapt that to say, in prose, it definitely doesn't do anything. You just did one. It definitely doesn't do anything. It definitely doesn't do anything. Definitely doesn't do diddly squat, that mm. sort of vibe. But, like, in in verse, I, I can tolerate it here and there, where it's being used, like, precisely. It's so, it draws so much attention to itself. In, yeah. And because of, like, the, the overarching tone of all of these extracts is, like smug pseudo-intellectual uh toying or like flirtation with the obscene or the extreme mm-hmm. or the profane or something it's all got this vibe of being like <laughs> let me drop one of these alliteration bombs on them <laughs> that'll really do it like it just they'll be salivating for some some real literature right now it's just really bad mm, it's not really good bereft why do you do you think that that has any kind of anything to do with the fact that it's the favoured um, technique of one of our favourite authors, Bob Sean Hunnig. Penn. Sorry, I mixed them up. Yeah. Um, they're the they're equally absurd, yeah. Uh, well, I think actually, to his credit, Sean, Sean sort of pushed me over the edge on <laughs> having, like, in life, I'd come across a lot of alliteration, of course, from just various places. It happens every and now and then. Bob Honey was so dense with it that it made me, like, suddenly you know when you can suddenly like spot the thing in a magic eye puzzle it's like everything's in sharp relief so i think it's permanently made my ear quite well attuned to hearing it like as a separate entity to the rest of the prose Hmm. but not in a good way oh sometimes that's a good thing if you can hear like oh i can appreciate the harmony that underlies this piece that's quite nice but in this case... When you when you first realise you can pick out Zoigma. <laughs> yeah. And in, in the case of alliteration, it's almost always... It just feels like ham-fisted. It feels like people know that they're doing it. Yeah. It, well, well, it, well, of course they do. It, yeah. And I think that it, it, it is because unlike most other kind of like basic literary techniques that people like may or may not use, 
it it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't have a an effect other than to draw attention to itself, like you say. Like in poetry sometimes it's nice it's like a kind of can be a subtler way across a across more than three words let's uh-huh. say to either set a kind of aural atmosphere or to place something to create a, a, a kind of underlying tone but it doesn't stand out as much in poetry because it it is most of the times anyway kind of um purposefully unnatural Mm -hmm. in the way that it is constructed um but like in prose it doesn't actually do anything it's just there it's like a flourish for no reason and so it always kind of inherently has that smugness that that you mentioned but it also it it it's smug but in that same way that people who are kind of like like weird right-wing journalists who are very smug but very stupid Mm. it's like look at this thing i've done and you're like wow well done the thing you did was you found two words that began with the same letter like it what is it what's it doing yeah i think i think there are cases where it can it can have some effect um i'm sure the people could could quibble with the idea that it can't but in general it does just feel like it feels like exactly what I tell my students to do, which is like, just include it because you'll yeah. get marks for it. There you go. Yeah. It just oh, well, yeah, 100%. Like, right. It feels like that has exactly just carried on as an attitude <laughs> into professional <laughs> writing. Like it People just, still doing point quote yeah, comment. It just seems like a box that you tick to show that you can do it. It's so rarely like, if I think about my favorite tech, like books across any genre or like any age, even the, there's no, there's nowhere on on that scale where I'm evaluating the extent to which they mastered alliteration as a yeah. technique. Whereas, like, you can make the case that some writers are like their success is entirely predicated on their skill with weird comparisons, mm. weird figurative comparisons that no one else would have thought of, or someone like Hemingway that the tersity is what is effective. There's no author who you like. God, he, I mean, he's the he's the godfather of alliteration. <laughs> I, I, I don't like his characters much, but when he yeah, strings when those words together... Well, drives me insane. I start hooting and hollering at the moon. The Ayatollah of alliteration. <laughs> oh! Hang Pretty on. Good. Yeah, you, don't think yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, I much. see. No, I, I, I could. You yeah. literally could not. Look, our waveform looks like a fish's skeleton. Wow. That's good. It does. It? That's, <laughs> that's a joke for They say that's what to go for. We've now made a slightly longer, Beautiful. unhealthier fish. You'll be pleased to know we've only got three left okay. to, to, to go through. That is pleasing. Um, ending on a, a real classic. Nice. Um, 2012 was the year of <sighs> the London Olympics. Ben Masters, who wrote Naughties. As in, like the decade oh, noughties. but this fun. was in in twenty twenty like yeah. twelve. So and it has connotations of fucking as well, right? Why? Because that's very naughty. In that, yeah, very, it's like a Hugh Grant thing. Oh, like with an oh, A, naught. That's a bit naughty. Oh, yeah. Ooh, no, I see what you mean. Now, what? A bit naughty. Maybe that, ex- that. Maybe that does explain. That's just one of, of the ideas I've had. Um, but you know, there are other interpretations available. Well, let's let's see what you think of, yeah. of his of his, the rest of his offerings. My hand dropped from her neck to her breasts, <laughs> <laughs> like a like, like an like anchor into the stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Flopped down. She took it 
and forced it inside the cup of her bra, lending me her full, cushiony swell. Lending. With my other hand, I traced the braille of her viscera. Oh, the braille of her viscera. Yeah. Uh, let me Go think. On. Let me think about that for a second. What he means is that you can feel people's organs inside their body, and they're spelling out. True. They're spelling out words. Super not true. Let me try it on myself right now. Can't find a can single organ. Can I try and organ. get the, the braille? Yeah, you, got, you got any braille in there? There's, I've got the braille in my ribs. It's saying some gamer words. That's why I'm getting through that. Said this the braille of my ribcage is dreadful. <laughs> the braille of my ribcage is, is definitely. Such a good it's a rupee poem, poem for us to write. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes. So uh, where were we? We were. At, oh, that was it. We were at the phrase braille yeah, yeah. of her viscera. Yeah. She read so differently from Lucy, who I presume is another. Person is the character? Do you have any insight into where this character is blind? Uh no. Cool. I don't believe so. I have generous reading. Maybe, I'm going to assume okay, they are. Cool. Um, so I'm assuming Lucy's another person or who he's been some fondling on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she became warmer and slick. More fragrant. I hate the word slick. Why, why is it's, that? It's horrible. It makes... it only, it's one of those words like acrid that I only ever... I bet if you did like a Google Ngram search... Acrid always refers to smoke. smoke. Uh, there's one that's always used to describe arid desert. Yeah. Slick is just always associated with oil spills. Yeah. I, <laughs> when I, I hear slick, I think of I think little of Dick, penguins. I think of um, Dick Dastardly and Wacky Races. <laughs> that is, Slightly different. That... <laughs> but I guess there's a bird involved there yeah. sometimes. Yeah, no, it, it it's is. It's not a hot word. It's always, well, it's to do with fucking. It's a, yeah, I mean, I get what they're going for, but it's like slick it has other connotations that i don't think yeah. were ever intended no like slick as in like you know like hey Hair how's back. it going there D- danny zuko like a greaser kind of vibe, yeah but that's clearly irrelevant we got up from the chair and she led me to her elfin grot uh, is his hand what where's his hand these days Let yeah me just check the, <laughs> unfortunately check the we're story. not getting live updates is he still being lent her swell he's or is, like, he, is she's he taken away on back. the viscera his his lease on that was up right. <laughs> it had to go back um Yes, she led me to her elfin grot, getting amongst this is the a pillows and John cool Keats sheets. Reference. We trawled each other's bodies for every inch of history. I dug trawling for history. What fucking <laughs> like shit. looking for a Mixed body metaphor. on the bottom of a river. I was looking in the sea for a lobster <laughs> and also the past. <laughs> I dug after what I had always imagined and came up with even more. Oh, that sucks so much. That sucks in a really... That's quite yeah, a novel way, it actually, that it sucks for these. Because normally their problem is in over-explaining. But here they've basically said, it was as good as I you found think, things and, and that's it how was, it was. And, and better. better. <laughs> it was as good as you think, and also better. I won't say how, I won't say why. <laughs> Don't worry. I got what I was looking for, and I got other things. Think about what you'd be looking... It was that, but more. More and even better and good. <laughs> shit <laughs> terrible it's it's such a trite bit of bullshit in it i like this one as well this one actually covers so many different categories of what is shit about these like it has, it's quite instructive in it has yeah. yeah yeah it's it's like the archetype of them because it has the pretentiousness to to be like going into the braille of viscera and, and also that. Grot, yeah um it has the like bodily um sort of body horror of, of slick of slick and mm. all that it Warm entails. And slick and fragrant. It and has the speculative attempt at some kind of ultimately meaningless mixed metaphor 
um, yeah. to try and, as we say, take find this brand new angle that suddenly people will be like, oh my God, uh, and worth of, reading just for the fuck pages. And, <laughs> and of course, a, 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 a half-hearted attempt at the metaphysical. Yeah. Yeah. Really powerful. The only thing it was missing is the scene or the, the allusion to the fact that someone's cervix was being invaded, <laughs> which seems again to be thematic. Absolutely smashed to yeah. bits by a baseball bat of a penis. Yeah. Well, there is this last line that again brings in some other words I think that you'll find are... Oh, sorry, I didn't realise what Yeah, no, no, you, it's okay. God, I, I, told, it so I told you to interrupt when you had thoughts, and, yeah. and you've had several. She stroked my outlines in perfect synchrony until I was febrile in her hands, willingly guided elsewhere. Outlines plural. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Nothing is a problem. Yeah. Well, you maybe could like say fucking anything in a book. And that side. This do, the bad sex and fiction awards makes me hate literature. Yeah. Well, every time it, we do, it's like we look at this. no who's who other than the literary review is keeping an eye on this. I've spent a lot of words <clears throat> of my life defending why reading is good and mm. suggesting that people read more and. Yeah. And suggesting what they might like to read and, and any, finding things that they might enjoy. Any of those enjoy. titles appearing on today's list? Certainly not. <laughs> and and even like, you know, there's a classic kind of STEM, STEM bro thing that's like, oh, I, I don't read fiction, man. I just read self-help. I read non-fiction. I read just Tim Ferriss yeah. over and over again, pretending that a four-hour work week is a thing. And explaining why you know the act of as is proven by Mm -hmm. myriad studies the act of like empathy engaged in or entailed in fictional reading and imagining is so beneficial but all all of that flies out the window like if i had to do if we did two back-to-back episodes of bad sex and fiction i would be done well (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) let me tell you for episode 200 i've got Mr. Franzen himself. We were on the panel this year. Um, God, what a thankless job. Terrible. Um, We've got two left. Okay. And they are bad. No. I'm not... Sex and fiction? I wish that I could tell you that they're, you know, slightly less horrible. Yeah. They are are not. Okay. And they again managed to to hit all of the the sort of, like, tick boxes between them. Yeah. 2013, Jonathan Grimwood's The Last Banquet. Okay. I'm going to ask... Yeah, I'm not going to interrupt. ...that you not interrupt this one, because I won't be able to Mm -hmm. finish it if you do. You know the peasant saying, if you can't imagine how neighbouring vineyards can produce such different wines, put one finger in your woman's quim, another up her arse, then taste both and stop asking stupid questions. My fingers found both vineyards... At the front, she tasted salt as anchovy and as delicious. At the rear, bitter like chocolate and smelling strangely of tobacco. My tongue explored each and she shivered at one and giggled with embarrassment at the other. You know that peasant saying that I just made up? You know that cumbersome peasant saying that the peasants were always saying? You know when the peasants were saying... You know when peasants always have to talk about vineyards? Because it's a major feature of peasant life in this unspecified point in history that definitely existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that sucks. They can't get enough of talking about arses. They cannot. Can they? He and Franzen must be jacking it 24-7. There's a proud literary tradition of, of like anal obsession hmm. um who are we thinking uh who is the it's joyce isn't it the letters Joyce loves it yeah the yeah. letters that are like my farting 
delight or something. Yeah. Truly obscene stuff. All of Not the... to kink shame, but it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to kink shame if you're into that. Stop you're listening. You're a bad <laughs> person. No, you're not no. a bad person, but you've got to know that... Isaac's got some questions. He'd like some more information is what he's saying. No, he wants yourself. to learn. To what people do between each other, consenting <laughs> between adults Between each other, inside each other, keep around each other. My, keep it out of my life. Um, yeah, um, all of the sort of like 16th and 17th century writers, they love a bit of kind of arse play stuff, like yeah. or even early like Chaucer, Loads God, of bum yeah. gags in Chaucer. The um, thing is, it's not very funny. It's not funny, no. One category of things that I've never found but funny it, is... But like, it is hot. Oh, well, no. <laughs> oh, so, it's well, it's no. swing and a miss on both counts. <laughs> really unfortunate. I've never um, found, like... I've never found that genre of humour funny. And I've never found that, like... I've never found that a book that I read, I was like, I wish they talked more about the anus in that book. <laughs> like, you don't finish fucking... Pale fire. Sure. <laughs> and go, you know what? You know what was really lacking here? Was an exploration of, of the, the sphincters. The, the, the smells and sights. And of, sayings. Of quim of and imaginary peasants. Yeah. Yeah, terrible. It, it's bad. No, it, it is awful. Um, that one I think is my least favourite. It's very artless. It, just yeah. in construction, but like setting really, yourself up for mm, that with a obviously it, made up thing. More annoyingly, like it thinks it is the most artful. It's got a real, to be fair to him, voice to it. Mm. You can, I can really clearly picture the person who's like, I, I imagine that he imagined how it would sound on the audiobook when he wrote that line. Yeah. He's like, you know. Him reading it, of course. You know how. You know how the peasants are always saying... You know saying, the peasants saying about Quim. If you want to fuck a vineyard, you better do a grape <laughs> You better do it up the ass. <laughs> then something, question yeah. mark, question mark, question mark, man booker prize. Like, yeah. it's just nonsense. Now, the final offering here is from 2015. And I think that this is kind of when um, the the prize itself shot to a, a broader fame. Right. Because the Because of our podcast unfortunately not this was a bit before our podcast well i guess you know sometimes the time ripples go in both directions but you will um you will remember at, at least some of this because the reason why is that the winner in 2015 was none other than morrissey oh uh, yeah okay uh from his novel list of the lost mm. <clears throat> and this it, it actually i i kind of had always assumed i don't think i'd ever properly read the extract in question um, and I think that I had always assumed that he had at least in part one because he's Morrissey and it was yeah. like funny to give it to Morrissey because he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Um, and but, writes like, like even more of a lunatic. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it is bad. Okay. You ready? Are you going to do the Morrissey voice? I'm not. No, I'm, I won't make it through. Okay, fine. <clears throat> Eliza and Ezra rolled together into the one giggling snowball of full-figured copulation, screaming and shouting as they playfully bit and pulled at each other in a dangerous and clamorous roller coaster <laughs> coil of sexually violent rotation, with Eliza's breasts barrel rolled across Ezra's howling mouth. Barrel rolled. <laughs> frenzy. That's his not his... 360 degrees. <laughs> a barrel roll. Across his, across his howling mouth. He's another <laughs> seal boy. <laughs> Screaming the whole time like he's on oblivion. And the, he's and going the, into space. And the pained frenzy of his bulbous salutation, extenuating <laughs> his excitement 
as it whacked and <laughs> smacked <laughs> its way into every muscle of Eliza's body, except for the otherwise central zone. The central zone. <laughs> Welcome Morrissey to presents. the central zone. That's really funny. You were about to enter. That one, I, I, pff, I mean, it's obviously nonsense, but it's at least quite enjoyable just for the for the trying to work out the logistics <laughs> yeah, of the affair. What is practically happening? If you had to film this scene... Well, it's unfilmable. That's, that goes without saying. Where would you like put the camera? Like trying to draw a tesseract. Imagine the storyboard that cuts between a howling man and a, a violently or spinning... A woman doing some sort of matrix manoeuvre. But also, like, presumably in mid-air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just able... As in, as in yeah. comics, rather than <laughs> Ronald. <the> president. <laughs> he was always spinning Nancy. around. Um, yeah, really very strange. The um, Ezra and what was the other one? Ezra and Eliza. Yeah. More sort of names that sound like characters. Yeah, right? so that no one, no one. Can I'd like to them. interrogate this, and perhaps I know a vehicle for us to interrogate it on, as of yet unknown. Oh, yeah. But I think, um, I think alliteration alert is something we should definitely consider keeping mm-hmm. moving forwards with. But also, like. Is it, is there's more to the, what is at the core of the unreality of character names? Like, all of those are names. I know people called Eliza. I don't know him called Ezra, but of course there are people. There are people. I don't doubt it. He didn't make up the name. Yeah. And indeed there are people called Annie Mm -hmm. and uh, there are people called Mr. Peanut out there, I'm sure. (laughs) But why do they all feel so fake in this context? Like, what is it? What is it about this context that strips them of all like reality, um, and and I, yeah, agency. I think I think that at least part of it is that no matter what you choose, because there's an acknowledgement from the off that this person does not actually exist, that it it inherently kind of whatever name you choose feels very um, manufactured, like either you've gone for you know, you've called the person Ezra. You know, my main characters are Ezra and Eliza, and you're like, oh, okay, like, he's gone kind of fancy, or he's gone yeah. off piece. Gone for ease. Or, like, the main character is called Dave, and you're like, well, you've called it Dave because you want this True. to be, like, an everyman thing. But, but like, I posit that there is something about this sex context, because I don't read books and think, <laughs> Gatsby, <laughs> what are you up to? What are you on about? Humbert twice. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't think so, Vlad. <laughs> Get real. Who are you kidding? Harry Potter? But, like, I don't care when I'm reading, but there are certain contexts where it just sounds patently ridiculous. For example, like, in um, Doctor Strange, there's a bit at the end where he has to keep saying, Dormammu, I'm here to bargain. Spoiler. Yeah. And it was only after he said it, like, five times, I was like, this name fucking sucks. <laughs> it's just an annoying collaboration of syllables. Yeah. Marmu. It's like, it's like a cow trying to speak. <laughs> wow. I'm afraid. <laughs> well, slammed. And the so there MCU are just certain, slammed. there are certain contexts which immediately expose the cracks in the fiction and, and mm. force me to unsuspend my previously, I'm good at suspending my disbelief. It's one of my great skills as a reader. I'm very easily immersed in Sometimes I, I see he I'm starts most, reading a, a yeah. tweet and he's gone. <laughs> I'm straight away out there. But like, yeah, I'm interested in interrogating, maybe not now, but it's something for us to think about in future. Yeah. What it is about these bad sex pieces where they all just sound so contrived and so false. Yeah. And so unlike anything that a person who has ever or will ever, could ever live, would engage in. Maybe it's part partly due to the fact that you you know that when they 
sat down and decided on the character name that they knew they were going to put this filth yeah. in the book so that the the name was chosen with the smut in mind and it and it rings through in a way that it sounds like they think the name is in some way going to affect the scene possibly it's a theory it's i think it's something that's going to require a phd if you're willing <laughs> okay um, i'll uh, i'll start what putting together the funding what conclusions can we <clears throat> can we arrive at here cuz i i did present this i know you weren't listening but i presented it in quite grandiose terms as being us charting the development of mm. sexual literary congress and and the confluence of ideas associated with fuck chat yeah. in the bookosphere um, across the modern age. Yeah, you did. And now that we've arrived at the end, because when was that one from? 2015, you said. Yeah. Now that we've documented that almost 20-year period, um, I feel s- sick and, and none the yeah. wiser. Well, I think there's a few things at play there. Number one is those were some bad years. Mm. Those were That's true. Like, just historically, those were bad. It was a bad couple of decades. Yeah. Were it not for the births and subsequent lives of, of say you and me would almost have been worth writing off. Yeah. Um, Another thing is as is raised in every single article about this on the literary review site um, is, is the problem of, well, unfortunately people don't learn like they have not learned the, the, the approach to writing sex has not changed in that 20 years. I would even, I would potentially suggest it's, that it's, it's, getting it's getting worse, worse. by virtue. It's almost like <clears throat> damned if you do, damned if you don't on the part of the literary review, mm. whatever they're called. Yeah. Because by, it's like you're training an AI to, to kind of land upon the singularity that is the most disgusting. Like there must be, I believe, a collection of words that you could read to me in, you know, 2035's bad sex and fiction yeah. awards that just makes me die. Like I'll just die. I'll be like so a sick. Code word. All of my the braille of my viscera will be Your obliterated. Heart will, will it dissolve. will dissolve. It's going to be all over the floor. Space. But like it seems like in pointing out the tropes, people are are it sort of challenging themselves to yeah. lean into them more or oppose them more robustly, which is yeah. actually equally bad. Like. I think the only way to win the game of bad sex writing, as we always say, is simply not to play Don't it. Don't do it, yeah. And to make the very artistically valid choice of opting out, of describing in so... Say no so, yeah, to, say to, no sex to, to sex brackets. Oh, we've done some alliteration again. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, uh, yeah, they're not learning. They haven't They haven't done anything. They are getting worse. Uh, everything about it is, is bad and awful. Um, but I also think that, that what we've... What we sort of un- uncovered here uh-huh. in in this episode, yep. which I know we don't number them anymore, but the next is two hundred. This is one nine nine. It's about time de- for an by default. Um, is that what needs to happen? Is that there needs to be some sort of like show out there? There needs to be people going through, like keeping an eye on on what is wrong with writing. Like what? Who are the people? who are doing the bad words yeah, um, and why are they putting them in books that are being sold? Yes. At the expense traditionally of, cause it's not a closed system um, or maybe it is a closed system is the point I'm making yeah. where, you know, every, every ready player two that gets a publishing deal is preventing probably on that budget, thousands of books of very, from, very good books yeah, from yeah. being even considered. So yeah. I suppose trying to dismantle 
the way in which people there must be a market for this stuff like people do read these books some of these yeah. people are like big writers yeah and they're yeah, part huge. of the problem what they they are if anything more of the problem yeah that if, if franzen <coughs> Franz were were writing his eight inch clitoris slash turd word yeah nonsense if you're just screaming that into a vacuum yeah it, it wouldn't be a problem but millions of people are, are paying to read it and needs to be monitored it does well we'll leave that there just a thought yeah just a thought to end the episode on until episode whew, 200 can't believe it of that's can't a believe shame. it and with the scent on the wind you know that bit in mary poppins where he goes uh, he sniffs the wind he goes he- oh. Smells like the wind Smells is like gonna poppins. be changed. <laughs> like something is stirring about to be strange. Can't tell exactly what might be in store, but it seems to me like a smell I've sniffed before. And the little kids go, Yes, it seems to him a smell he has sniffed. And there's beautiful honey. And and that's what we're doing. And that's when Poppins comes along. And she's like, all right, episode 200. (laughs) Everyone's licking up the air around here. (laughs) See you soon. Bye. Look for the bare necessities. Simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you Necessities of life will come to you.